0: Uh, let's go welcome in Anthony Broom from the wolverine.com. Uh Breaking news earlier today from the wolverine.com team Michigan and the media gathering evidence on private investigators and their links to Ohio state possibly Ryan Day's family. Anthony Broom is part of the wolverine.com team and uh, the Netflix Hulu story, as we mentioned, just gets a new script every day, doesn't it, Anthony?
1: Oh, my gosh. I mean, this is uh, – it's not just a 30-for-30 30 30 special anymore. We've, we've moved fully into four-to-five, maybe six-part docu-series. I mean, everything that's gone on in just the last two weeks um, is, is probably worth it on its own, and then it goes to whatever comes next. There's a meeting with Santa Ono and, and Tony Petiti today, in Ann Arbor, um, I think that I also saw somewhere he'll meet with uh, the Regents and Ward Manuel. I'm not 100% sure on that, but, man, oh, man, uh, the layers of this rotten, stinky onion just continue to kind of get peeled back.
0: Well, the things I take from that breaking news at the Wolverine.com with Chris Ballas and you and Clayton Safey and the crew, that this will give the Big Ten a reason to pause Uh, The pitchforks and the village uh, wanting to take over uh, land because you're going to have, you're the Big Ten now. You're going to need to really investigate this entire scenario because if you want to go by your sportsmanship rule, which uh, those national college football insiders who are getting the leaks have stated, or ADs or fellow coaches, uh, boy, you want to take the sportsmanship. Uh, a million times higher than counter stallions and on-site uh, illegal uh, scouting. And you're Ryan Day, and what this story alleges, that there could be family connections. You had your family investigating Michigan. You, you, you want to set a new bar that is somewhere uh, near the solar system on sportsmanship? No, this new story to me, Uh, Will stop the Big Ten in their tracks, in my mind, until they go out and do a proper investigation.
1: Yeah, I want to make one thing really clear because I know, like, you know, I'm used to speaking to primarily Michigan fans, but knowing that, you know, your listening audience is Michigan fans, Michigan State fans, people who don't really have a vested interest in either school and are just interested in the story. I want to start by saying this is that I don't think, like, this does not exonerate. Michigan and and what Connor Stallions and what they are potentially accused of, they're going to be punished for this. With all of that being said, uh, you know, when you have a lot of their, you know, coaches, there are big 10 athletic directors that are pushing for something to happen quickly from the conference. You know, if, if this is true that, and again, I stand by, I stand by Chris's reporting. Um, I know for a fact he wouldn't report things that, he wasn't sure of, um, and just you know the private conversations that we have as a staff. So for me, if it is true that there is someone on the behalf, just even take Ohio State out of it. Just take you know Team X in the Big Ten Conference, potentially being involved with a, a third party firm, a private investigator, whatever you want to call it. That is such a slippery slope to open. Um, In terms of, you know, again, you cite the sportsmanship policy, you know, we're setting a precedent here where if you are having, you know, if you suspect that your rival is doing something wrong or someone in the conference is doing something wrong to then kind of hire your own people, step, you know, go outside of the jurisdiction of like NCA investigators outside of a Big Ten investigation, that's. To me, that's, it's not a bigger issue. It's a separate issue. And I think that I really, you know, when it comes to what the big 10 ultimately winds up doing is I think you're right. I think it could create a little bit of pause. I think it maybe does encourage them to let this investigation play out by the NCAA. Uh, This is unprecedented. I mean, we've never really seen something like this play out in real time the way that it is. And, and with, you know, again, I know a lot of what's out there is via reports and leaks and, and sources and things like that. And, and there's a pretty, pretty brazen and stupid, stupidly left paper trail uh, by Connor Stallions in Michigan. But oh. at the same time, um, I have to think that you know, if you're Purdue, and maybe not Purdue, but maybe that's a bad example in, in terms of this week, given Ryan Walter's comments but you know, just think of you know all of a sudden that opens up to you know should Nebraska worry that you know Iowa is hiring PIs to look into something with them? Um, yeah, I, I really do think it creates a whole different conversation around what the the two biggest name brands in the Big Ten conference are sort of maybe potentially doing to each other right now. Uh, it, it it feels like it's getting pretty ugly and could get uglier.
0: And you're the Big Ten, and you're two biggest entities. Uh, Teams that are 1-3 and in the college football playoff rankings and college football playoff two-team appearances mean a lot of money to a conference. And I'm telling you, uh, with Ryan Day's family, according to the story from Chris Ballas at TheWolverine.com and Michigan, the university, and media working on more here, if they deliver that evidence publicly that Ryan Day's brother and Ryan Day, or family members... No names exact yet or have been published, but they were leaking all this. Uh, I'm sorry, man. Uh, it doesn't exonerate Michigan. I agree with you. Uh, based on the NCAA rules, Jim Harbaugh will face a suspension if what is alleged against Connor Stallions is true. Connor Stallions more than likely will not be a part of Michigan football ever again moving forward. I'm surprised he still hasn't been uh, let go. Uh, but Harbaugh and anyone else who's connected this, inside Michigan football will be punished. It's not going to be vacated wins. It's not going to be uh, inability to appear in championship games. It will be minor infractions, and it will unless there's more to the story, and God knows every day where it's going. And I look at Ohio State that if you're the Big Ten, and you're going to say, well, hey, all the ADs, which is kind of hypocritical that Ryan Day and the Ohio State AD are on the phone complaining about Michigan and wanting – Swift justice. So now you're going to say we got this story that's out there now, uh, alleging family members of day and day, leaking the story and investigating Michigan, possibly acquiring things that wouldn't be uh, on, on normal channels or through normal channels. Uh, you're, you're the Big Ten. You, you, you can't punish Michigan right now. You can't. You, you, you have this story that's you know, hitting right now. Uh, will make the Big Ten pause and the witch hunt for the other schools and everybody to step back and say, wait a minute, Uh, they may come knocking on our door. Okay? They may. And then my source at Michigan said that a big reason all this is happening and they want swift justice is that then the coaches and the infractions committee want to change the rules on scouting so none of these other coaches ever could be held accountable. How about that?
1: Yeah. I mean... (laughs) it's a lot to absorb, right? Like we're talking espionage, we're talking sign stealing, we're talking Mm. illegal scouting, we're talking the NCA. I mean, it's all, it's a mess and, and I can acknowledge that. I think most, most people would acknowledge that, like, I'll maintain that I'm not going to sit here and, and, and ever cry witch hunt or anything like that, because, you know, whether the information was obtained legally, illegally, illicitly, whatever you want to say in terms of how that information was obtained, like in the very best possible scenario for Michigan they were recklessly and brazenly like step diving into some pretty murky waters um if not outright breaking rules entirely and again it just you know there's that there's again the two the your conferences two name brands you know engaged in the back and forth and and now do, maybe doing stuff behind the scenes and tattling on each other and, and leaking stuff to the media. It's, um, you know, Tony, t- I do not envy Tony Petiti. You know, he's only been on the job for whatever it is, eight or nine months. I'm not sure what the exact timeline was on that, but, um, I mean, this is, this might wind up being like his defining moment. And, and a lot of people would take that as being, you know, oh, well, he's going to try and make an example out of Michigan or try and make an example out of the situation to kind of put his stamp on his, his reign as big 10 commissioner. But, you know, I think he can, he can also maybe put his stamp on his reign by letting this thing play out. Um, you know, it's kind of crazy that there's, you know, regardless of what, what is out there in terms of evidence, regardless of what's out there, in terms of what's being reported. I mean, a lot of what Michigan is accused of right now is through, is through media reports. And the NCAA didn't open an investigation into this until uh, whatever it was, 15 days ago from this conversation grabbing today. So, this is all very new. It's all very fresh. I think that they're again, the NCAA, the Big 10, they don't have to operate like a court of law, but um uh, it does seem like that there there should be some due process here. Um and again, it's it, it's not only is it probable, it's it's quite likely that Jim Harbaugh is suspended at some point, I don't know when, but I mean to to kind of jump to 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 jump and kind of cave to You know, a lot of, you know, everyone's pretty emotional right now. I do think they're, to a certain extent, need to kind of let cooler heads prevail. And I think Big Ten coaches are rightfully pissed, too. But at the same time, um, you know, there is a process to work through. Um, You do, as a conference, open yourself up to litigation if you take drastic steps uh, without having all the information. So it is a wild, unique time right now and, and not a place I ever thought this season would go. But here we are.
0: And that's why I do believe, with Tony Petiti and the new Big Ten commissioner, and he's, ironically, was going to be in Michigan because of the field hockey, a Big Ten tourney, that with this story breaking, uh, with Michigan looking in to gathering evidence on private investigators and their links to Ohio State and Ryan Day's family and Ryan Day being behind, possibly behind uh, the leaks. Uh, acquiring things through PIs and private investigations from a member school. Uh, There's no way he can do anything to Michigan because he can tell the other schools right now. All right, we have Ohio State on the clock with Michigan. Michigan shall pay a price if the allegations are true, just like Ohio State or any other Big Ten school. So this story uh, that is breaking today on Michigan and media gathering evidence on private investigations and their links to Ohio State and Ryan Day, I'm not going to judge what's seedier because they both smell, but I'm telling you that you can't just go hammer Michigan based on allegations, and there's allegations here, and they're gathering evidence beyond allegations to probably show the Big Ten in the NCAA uh, you can't jump in and knock Harbaugh off for two, four games or the rest of the year right now. You can't do it if you're the Big Ten. You've got to you have got to opt out, stand back and say we're going to let the investigation conclude and then we'll assess punishment where needed.
1: I think that's a pretty good way to sum it up. Um, and, and there's one thing that's clear right now too. Um, they want Jim Harbaugh's head on a spike. And whether that's justified, whether it's sour grapes, whether it's whatever's going on. Um, I don't think this will ever stop until he's not there anymore. And that could be after this year, that could be five years from now, but man, oh man. I mean, it just feels like with everything in this story um, in terms of fan bases are acting, how it's being reported, quite frankly, there's actually a lot of people in the national media that I've come to like and respect that have kind of started to act really strange about this um, and not report things the way that i'm accustomed to them doing that so yeah it's it's super odd right now um like i said i'll never come on here and say it's you know a witch hunt or everyone's out to get michigan but it's hard also to not feel that way sometimes so still kind of parsing through it we'll see what ultimately winds up happening um but every single day there's a different layer to come out and we haven't talked about this yet. Now my alma mater, Central Michigan, <laughs> wrapped up in all this. So I wow, it's a mess, man. You know, and and
0: that I was going to finish with uh, you being a CMU alum. That how nervous McIlwain was in that post game presser after they beat Northern Illinois in the snow in Mount Pleasant really was alarming to me because I've watched Harbaugh talk about this as much as he can, and he's never seemed nervous, concerned. You know, even going back to the Big Ten media days and the Things that led up to the three game self imposed suspension by Michigan. But McElwain seemed really nervous when, again, it's not a crush of media. There's not a lot of media that follows uh, central Michigan and northern Illinois on a weekday night. Uh, but the Connor Stallions, a connection to McElwain working on his staff, you know, why was he there? The claim that no one knew he was there, but yet. McElwain referred to him as a sign stealing guy. Uh, how do you get the visitor sidelines pass? How do you get the coaching gear that only staff members are wearing? You know, you you read Twitter and say, "Well, was Connor Stallions helping McElwain with Michigan State signs?" I mean, all the speculation because no one from CMU has come out and said it's assistant coach B or C or it was Connor Stallions. Something is really weird on how CMU has circled the wagons on this.
1: Yeah, let's be honest, too. I mean, if it wasn't Connor Stallion. You'd know by now. In in two seconds, I'd say, oh, well, that's actually uh, Bob, the recruiting intern or something like that. Bob, the recruiting intern, he's been up there for 20 years. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, He still looks 25 for some reason, but uh, he does not age. Um, Yeah, the fact that uh, I also love that the quote, you know, signed Steeler guy was part of an official (laughs) head coach response uh, to a pretty serious matter and allegation. So I don't know. I mean, the elephant in the room there is that there are, there's some obvious cross-pollination with the two coaching staffs. McIlwain was at Michigan. Mike Zordich was at Michigan. Uh, The quarterback's coach, Jake Costner was also at Michigan, Mm. I believe from 2015 to 2018. So, you know, (sighs) let's, this is my personal opinion. This is not reporting on it. Central Michigan is investigating how this person that resembles Connor Stallions got there. Not that it's, if it's Connor Stallions, I think we're pretty sure it's Connor Stallions. So for me, it's uh, yeah, not a good place to be. Um, again, I, I, I don't think that Michigan sent him there. I, again, I don't have any proof one way or another to say that. Um, obviously that'll be something that's, that continues to be investigated, but My God, uh, just what a stupid can of worms to open up for Mm. something that, you know, I I know there's been a lot of debate about uh, stealing signs and which is legal. But like how they obtained the the intel they did to be able to do it, um, it just seems like a lot of man hours and a lot of effort to put in for something that, you know, the sport of football is not as as black and white as as a lot of the coaching comments has made it out to be. I mean, there are so many variables. I mean, yeah, you might have a sign deciphered, but then, okay, they check out of a play into something else, or, you know, maybe an offense only has four plays and there's not much to decipher there looking at you, Michigan state, uh, or, you know, a a team like TCU comes out in and with the dummy signs and kind of throws, throws you off. So it's just, I don't know how you can prove that they're, I don't know that you can tangibly prove how much of a competitive advantage that that, that did get, that that does give Michigan. Uh, and I'm not saying that it didn't. I mean, pretty clearly, uh, there's something to be gleaned by that, or else he wouldn't go into that amount of effort to do it. But it's just, I just, so much of this is just so, much, so self-inflicted and so unnecessary. And I think that's, to me, where the source of many of my migraines over the last 15 days have come from. Yeah, and then the CMU
0: connection, and here you are at the Wolverine.com. Anthony Broom joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan, talking about the breaking news from the Wolverine.com today, that Michigan, the university, and the media gathering evidence on private investigators and their links to Ohio State University and Ryan Day's family. So the story, just when you think, okay, maybe we're going to get some, not closure, but Things moving forward, it just takes these twists and turns unlike anything I've ever seen. It yeah. looks like the Kardashian writers are uh, behind the scenes writing the script uh, for this one and now involves uh, McElwain and you mentioned the uh, Michigan Connections. Anthony, I know you guys are busy. Everybody listening can follow everything, including an actual football game, Saturday night against Purdue <laughs> at the Wolverine.com. Like I've, I've said all week. I talked about this on Monday between the Mel Tucker situation and Connor Stallions and Michigan and morphing into CMU and now maybe Ohio state. Uh, the focus has never been on one game outside of opening week with either school off the field focus uh. with the media, with talk shows, with, you know, insiders like yourself. It's crazy. Well, Anthony, great work by you, Clayton Safey, Chris Ballas, breaking this story, Doug scheme with his commentary, uh on the Michigan Football Podcast. Appreciate everything, buddy.
1: Of course. Thank you guys for having me.